This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. I'm back. Main wapas aa gaya hu doston jo mujhe miss kar rahe the. I'm back. Abhinandan is back. Calm down, relax, don't panic. Manisha is relieved. Yeah, Manisha I'm, I'm may be relieved, relaxed. but I'm going to kick off. Hi, I'm Abhinandan Sekri. This is the Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. I wasn't here last week, so I'll kick off with an email. This mail is from Harsh Beria. Harsh Beria a subscriber he has signed off with not a mufat khor says hi i want to make a small comment about the coverage of financial news in news laundry hafta hafta does not cover any of the major global or indian financial news the recent budget's introduction of long term capital gains the growth in terms of financial awareness aka sip culture in india government's inability to meet the target fiscal deficit and a lot of other financial news do not find a place in hafta i don't want hafta to become the next bloomberg but it won't hurt to spend 5 minutes to update about the latest happening in the world of finance also please keep manisha as a hafta host instead of abhinandan she is much more efficient in managing the conversation not to mufatkhor harsh harsh don't panic mai wapas aa gaya hu tumhara dil tod ne manisha bataiye aap aisa kya jadu karte ki jab bhi mai wapas aata hu log kehte hain chutiya kyun aa gaya wapas ek bhai mar jata to theek tha what what is the change in the hafta when i'm not i think most people are really happy that you're back Those well, they just, don't. They're, they're, they're just not writing it. Then our producer Shubha isn't sending me those mails. He's only sending emails saying that Manisha should be the host. This no, is please, the second mail he sent. Please, it's very dull me. without you. I oh, think we all thank agree. Thank you. I was fishing. I was fishing. <laughs> so today on the panel, Manisha, uh, ace reporter and co-host of Hafta. Hello. Uh, managing editor Raman sir. Hi, Hello. Raman sir. Hi. A wonderful opinion writer and uh, regular in-house intellectual Anand Vardhan. I'm sure he'll. मुझसे छोटे हो तुम अभी report on kaveri which has won an award congratulations vivek congratulations thank you very much congratulations it won an award in the development best uh, development report best development report category at the imc awards right yeah imc alumni association awards and i'd also like to take this opportunity to plug nl sena part 2 project um the report that won an award was um a trip um, you know along the kaveri along the karnataka side and what we are plugging is part 2 along the tamil nadu side and as you can imagine how long did you uh, spend traveling uh, vivek uh vinodan it took me about uh, a couple of weeks to travel and another couple to write the story out uh, do remember it was a 6000 word story extreme long form in today's context so you can imagine that takes one month of the life of a person working only on this so and let me and let me remind you it it probably took you uh, about as much time to process the piece and you know uh, anisha to create about those uh, images yeah. uh, 10 10 sketches i mean painstakingly i think that took as much time as it took me to report the story yes exactly so it's a time to you know consuming process and a lot of people have really appreciated that report we've got a lot of great feedback but i just like to remind everyone that that's the kind of time resource and effort it takes it's not something that you sit in a studio get general bakshi to shout and say let's fart out an opinion piece uh, ground reporting is a time consuming affair so it would be great if you guys can just contribute and help us uh, get the resources ready to, so that vivek can do the story from the tamil nadu side of the kaveri and especially on the you know back of the supreme court judgment which we will talk about but before that i'd like to 
You are usual when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served. Please subscribe. Pay to keep news free. And if you have more resources and want to contribute more towards independent journalism, please subscribe to this NLCNA project. There are other projects. Check out NLCNA page. The link is below. So I'll quickly go over what all happened the past week. There was, of course, the Kaveri judgment. Karnataka is going to get more water. And um, the farmers call it a fair judgment. I'm sure Tamil Nadu is not too thrilled. Maybe, Vek, you can tell us, since you've spent a lot of time reporting on this, what that means politically and on the ground. Then there is Kamal Hassan launches his new party. Hassan is Hassan? Hassan is Kamal Hassan. Hassan. And the party is called Makkal Nidhi Mayam. 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 And this means... Mayam means markers or center. The center of justice, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. So it is the center of justice is his party. So Justice Party was also the original party that AIA, DMK and DMK are offshoots of. That was called the Justice Party, right? Which, which Periyar had started. So I guess there's some, he's harking back to Periyar in some way or the other. Then the Delhi fracas of the Chief Secretary Anshu Prakash is allegedly assaulted at KGV's residence in a midnight meeting. And... Uh, then there was two ministers and their associates were assaulted by the babus in the secretariat. I saw the video of that. So we'll discuss some of that. After ages, up has come up again. Otherwise, quite a few haftas up didn't find any yeah. mention. And what a comeback. <laughs> what a comeback. Then the Modi case, I'm talking about Nirav here. Nirav The uh, money laundering charges and the arrest of that Ambani. Is he actually a cousin of the Ambani or is he some poor distant cousin? Does distant, know? distant. But like Masi ki saali Haan. ki londe ka bete ka wo. connection hai, koi close Aisa connection. Koi close connection, maybe wahi soch raha tha. I, the Gitanjali Gems uh, has shut down and I saw the employees sitting in protest. Hmm. I have something to say on that because it's, you know, not a black and white there. Then this led to the Rotomax camp. Someone floated on Twitter that the Rotomax owner is running and he was roundly arrested before he could make that. He said, no, I'm not running, I'm here. He issued a statement. They said, Chalo, in that case, why don't you just come? And we'll make sure you don't. There were two foreign visits. There was the Iran president visited India. And of course, Justin Trudeau is still in India. Yeah. We'll get a little bit of uh, input on how those two visits are going, uh, how one went and how the other one is going. And the UP encounters, the police won't stop in Uttar Pradesh. Encounters won't stop, says Yogi Dithinath. And I read an article that goons are feeling safer in jail because they are scared of encounters outside. I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or bad. And then the Dalit protests in Gujarat and Jignesh Mevani was detained. I don't know how that keeps happening. Is that even legal? Like he's going and he's just arrested. Um, so, but before that, let's start with Kaveri. Vivek, um, how has... Um, there's a Karnataka election later this year. Uh, any um, idea how the Congress is already taking credit for this? Is it going to is it going to uh, help them in any way? Yeah, so um, there are a couple of water-related things, river-related things that might go in Sadramaya's favor. Obviously, this is one. Uh, the Kaveri uh, verdict, which uh, in Karnataka is being seen as fair, ultimately fair and favorable to the state. Um, this will have uh, sort of a positive impact for him electorally in the southern districts of uh, Karnataka and in the old Mysore areas, uh, which is the Kaveri catchment area and the basin here. And the second one is the Mahadai River uh, dispute, which he has with Goa. So where uh, in, in the northern part of Karnataka, also he's being credited with taking a very hard line on that dispute. So uh, these two river factors may give him some impetus 
during electioneering and sort of uh, uh, you know his fortunes may have been flying so he could use these two as props i see now uh, coming to your report uh, you know the part 1 is already up what do yes. you hope to be able to get from part 2 which hopefully uh, our wonderful subscribers and listeners will be able to finance by the end of the week so we can send you off down the river uh, what what angle will you get there which you haven't got in this this part one see i i i i can't tell you a ready made angle i mean uh, sure. uh, this is the re- reason why i i i chose to report first on the karnataka side this is not just to sort of track the river chronologically i happen to be from tamil nadu i you know i i trace my roots from the kaveri delta region in tamil nadu so i'm fairly well versed with uh, you know the problems and the narrative in tamil nadu so I, i i didn't want to color my judgment yet again by going first to tamil nadu and sort of you know uh, retrace steps that i know fairly well i wanted to disabuse myself of all the bias that i may have about this issue i wanted to travel to karnataka first um on tamil nadu i can't tell you a ready made angle but sure. but i'm sure uh, you know tamil nadu is a lower riparian state uh, faces more of the brunt of the successive droughts that we've had and um, and and kaveri uh, please do remember that is the only lifeline for for the state of tamil nadu almost the entire agriculture of the state is dependent on this one source of water so uh, its importance cultural importance and economic importance is perhaps far greater for tamil nadu than it is for karnataka also i think it's possible you'll discover some interesting characters like you discovered um, you know even as you traveled um, in the karnataka side uh, which you have kind of fine mention in your report Yes, yeah, hopefully. Yes. Okay, uh now before I come to the rest of the panel, I just want to tell all of you subscribers and especially those of you who are listening who made my trip to Boston memorable. वैसे बोलने तो हम हार्वर्ड में गए थे लेकिन my best part there was uh about 14 subscribers from the Boston area and in fact a couple from you know outside Boston in fact you know um I also had someone who traveled from Dallas you know just to come and hang with us. I want to thank you guys for making it such a memorable journey. Aditya who traveled all the way from Dallas um you guys were amazing some great ideas. I gave all your feedback to the team here. Uh, you know whenever we travel me and Madhu or anyone from here maybe we should from every city organize these get togethers because one thing I just like to tell everyone Our subscribers are highly educated. Like someone's doing some post doc, someone is doing something at MIT and Boston University, and this, that, and the other. So, and many of them are techies, so they had some inputs about our shitty app, which they said <laughs> is very shitty. Shit. And uh, so, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for your gifts. Thanks for your good wishes, and thanks for not letting me pay for anything. So, yes, and thanks for the fridge magnets and the little badges that yeah, we were sent. Yeah, that was, was really nice. Yeah, for the yeah. fridge magnets and so. I thanks. love them. Uh yeah thanks for everything guys uh, hopefully I'll be back again and keep your and if you guys are ever in delhi allow us to return the favor and your hospitality now about the kamal hasan who i also happened to meet at at uh, harvard he was there speaking as oh. well uh, he refused to give me an interview he refused to give anyone an interview other than the interview that was scheduled you know at the kennedy school how serious a threat is he to anyone vivek um and how seriously uh, is he, and how's the media I, I, reacting to him there in tamil nadu 
I think there's a great deal of media buzz. I I don't think at this point you can categorize him as a uh, potent or tangible threat to any of the existing uh, political parties. Um, it was quite funny, you know, watching um, yesterday's uh, big coming out speech, and even you know, in the run up to uh, the the launch of his political party, the the messaging that came out from Kamal Hassan was was quite funny, mm. and you know, as a as a Tamil, it's it's pretty heartbreaking. Uh, you know, it's a, it. It seems to me to be a terrifying cocktail of flat utopian socialist beer. You know, which is relabeled as some cool new craft brew. You know, the same kind of celluloid image trap, a mix of you know Dravidian exceptionalism and boilerplate anti-corruption sloganeering. <laughs> you know, it, it strikes me as a worn-out play that a good aging thespian thinks that can be restaged. Basically, it so, is what uh, Kejriwal meets. Um... Periyar, no. Yeah, there, there is there is Kejriwal on the stage. So you know, do we assume that this is going to be some southern outpost of the Amadmi Party? Hmm. He calls up Pinarayi Vijayan, and you know, uh, he seeks his blessings before the launch. And Pinarayi Vijayan tells him that don't bother about left or right, and just do welfare. You know, that is the only ism that matters. Uh, you know, I, and and his Twitter display picture is that really grates me. You know, it, it is. What is it? Uh, I haven't Kamal, seen it. Kamal Hasan dressed as Subramanya Bharati. You know, this is like a fancy dress thing. You know, come on. It it, it as, as a Tamil, you know, I I feel really really ashamed that uh, this is the level of discourse and this is the kind of political alternatives that we have. Oh yeah, I see the picture now. Right. Hmm. Well, uh, it worked for uh, Baba Ram Rahim. <laughs> the fancy dress formula. Uh, uh, what do you, what do you say, Anand? His his entry is it been? You know where he ended up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But he had a good run while 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 it lasted. Uh, Anand, what what is your take on Kamal Hassan? Not much. Uh, you um, politics, uh, regional politics is uh, as uh, any other form of politics is. has lot to do about entrenchment uh, uh before launching the party what kind of constituency he is certain from which he can get uh, electoral support uh, is there a plan for it uh, mm, the electoral entrenchment is uh, very important for uh, sustainability of uh, political startups now uh, has that been factored in while launching the party or it was just a cinematic rhetorics so um, that has to be seen so uh, but going by the signs of it uh, i don't think uh, in immediate future uh, there are any signs of uh, uh, him showing that kind of entrenchment among electoral constituencies so. manisha i think it'll be interesting to say see how vivek pointed out uh, about kejriwal's presence and whether this would be aam aadmi party's outpost in the south and i think that will be interesting to see what that uh, where that goes uh, I, i have an observation and a question yeah. you know, I, i just i i just looked at uh, the election symbol or the party symbol you know uh, you can see that the the colors are pretty reminiscent of the dravidian parties you know there is mm. red black and white mm. uh but there there seem to be some six conjoined hands and uh, someone was telling me that this is to signify the six southern states i mm. want to know which the sixth one is you know i know of five states but is he counting pondicherry as a state i don't know <laughs> but 
it was rather rather strange with a white star in the middle and and that's that's the star of david right that's two triangles uh, inverted no that's not exactly a star of david this, this could be you know uh, the black star you know inverted as you know a white star on the back, black background you know uh, as you know the periyarists wear black shirts and kamal hasan himself is a great proponent of wearing black shirts on public platforms really so you know maybe a subtle play at that perhaps i don't know raman sir what so, is what, sorry sorry yeah, uh, yeah complete uh, vivek i i think it star is also in the, in tamil nadu especially an imagery for sort of dalit empowerment if you look at a lot of these dalit parties they would uh, use this they would use a kind of black star uh, on their flags and and pamphlets hmm right raman sir what is your view no i think uh, at the end of the day he is still an individual a very very popular actor once upon a time hmm uh, now after the retirement he is entering into politics we don't know he is still a one man army uh, kind of party uh, we don't know the structure of his party we don't know uh, who are the ground workers and uh, how they are going to get uh, votes so yeah. i think uh, his picture is very diffuse right now so if he at his level he can attract some votes but uh, yeah groundwork will really matter like so who are your ground workers workers are, are not there so we can't say how the fan clubs uh, the conversion rate of fan clubs yeah. in cadre into yeah. cadre yeah. yes. but yeah. that has to be seen second is there are too many claimants on social justice plank in uh, tamil south, south indian political space so uh, he is I, I has mean, entered already <laughs> an overcrowded space but i mean tamil nadu politics is based on exactly that periyar's movement was exactly about you know the marginalized but two things observation i have one is what raman sir said uh, not enough um, air time or new space is given to the people who organize the volunteers on the ground v- ground volunteers win elections i mean uh, let uh, you know all our listeners who don't know enough about elections know that uh, i i i'm not saying this as a know it all but having been both a reporter having you know been some sort of an activist at some point it is the ground the guy who's organizing the ground workers who wins elections so unless kamal hasan gets someone who's good at that your stardom actually comes to naught and the second thing is you know all the dalit empowerment symbols it's that five uh, that that five cornered star you know um, vivek if you yeah. see any of the dalit uh, the symbols that the star they use is the five cornered star including the one on che guevara's head was the five cornered star yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's it's, used it's, the six cornered star probably not to that he's used the six cornered star which is you know more more close to the star of david so i was wondering you know have they really given some thought to the star that they use because <laughs> if it was about you know dalit empowerment they've used the wrong star that's a different star but i mean i don't know if that's conscious or unconscious yeah as i, as I look for the six Uh, south indian state you know maybe you should meditate on why this <laughs> why the sixth point on this yes, the sixth point of the so there's a mysterious sixth corner of this and the sixth no, six maybe that star i have seen it why you too so i don't know my stew is okay so <laughs> so there's not so know, okay what does it signify but or, so, or, or maybe it is the converse logo for all i know oh yeah <laughs> Okay so now let's come to can I, can I can I briefly describe to you the farcical nature of the uh, sort of stage management of of this political entry right you know a, a, a lot of people in the north may miss out on these on these nuances um 
So I I I, I was uh, very eagerly watching this uh, television coverage. And so uh, Tamil Nadu has this great culture of uh, public speaking and public debating. You know, these are called patti mandrams. Uh, you know, even on festival days, say Diwali or Pongal or whatever, uh, all the major television channels will have a one-hour televised patti mandram. You know, where there'll be a topic and there'll be for and against, sort of you know, six or seven speakers on each side. uh where they will invoke sort of you know uh, uh, film dialogues and you know popular idioms etc and there'll be one judge who will preside over the proceedings and will give a verdict at the end so this is this, this is a very very well entrenched uh, debating and speaking culture so uh, this was structured somewhat like that and uh, you know at the end of uh, kamal's uh, speech um you know there were questions from the audience you know you, you, there were drop boxes where you could drop in your and it was obviously it was obviously fixed yeah it, I, i don't know whether it was fixed or not but th- there were some good questions hmm. and the answers were you know uh, pretty boilerplate and obfuscatory so there was one very very valid question from someone in the audience who said that where were you all these days hmm um to which kamal's grandiose answer was that i was in your heart Oh now i want to be in your homes oh to me the honest answer would have been if he's really an honest man he should have said i was afraid of jailalita all these years <laughs> now that she ain't around yeah. you know i can come out and and be in your midst wow nice hey but, but that's interesting the debating but, but things one, but but you know the north indians have kind of taken this patti mandram and made a really shitty version of it called the tatti mandram which you can see on panels every <laughs> night <laughs> i don't know sorry for my shitty humor but but i don't know if you see the tatti mandrams on the panels every night with chandul bakshi and there's a new man in the house kk sena kk sena who says so yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry I, i think it's also a fancy dress competition in some senses right some there are some all the generals wearing... come with their full yeah headgear yeah. and medals and dekho humne kitne yeah, yeah and some television anchor wears the gilet you know uh, <laughs> dressed up as a as a lieutenant or something <laughs> no that's what of seven god of seven just looks like a second lieutenant lieutenant though he should be old enough yeah, yeah, army army sir army sir mai bhi aata hu lekin mere baal dekho no they have guns and all on the side uh, they have guns on the side but now let's I, i thought he looks like a photographer in that jacket it is a photographer jacket actually in army correction it is yeah. it is a photographer's jacket i mean in all fairness sometimes sometimes he gets way more um Uh, you know criticism than he deserves but what the hell so now should let's move on from from uh, kamal to the man who accompanied kamal on stage uh, the chief minister of delhi so mai hafte ke liye kya gaya yahan to dhamal ho gaya matlab it is action packed weekend huh uh, so, ravan sir you say um, why i mean the one thing that i as a general person am curious to know is and uh, who's the lady the ch- who former chief secretary of delhi uh, who wrote a piece in today's express shelja shelja chandra she wrote a piece and i think she's the only one who's kind of given a reason for it i mean as a journalist i'd say why was a meeting called at midnight like what the fuck so uh, although my sympathy in the bigger picture still lies with the government because i think there's enough evidence for the past 2 years to show that the central government is doing all it can to kind of discredit the delhi government including the arrest i mean there is no video evidence of this alleged slap but there's yeah. no video evidence of the attack in the secretary no arrest have been made there but in the non video evidence arrest was made but that aside i do think the calling the summoning the guy at midnight was 
ठीक है यूल स्क्रू विद अस कम वील स्क्रू बैक विद यू वट डू थिंक वॉट कुड बी द रीजन फॉर कॉलिंग अ मीटिंग एट नाइट ट्वेल्व एट नाइट नो एज यू सेट दैट फॉर द पास्ट टू ईयर्स अ सीन इज बिल्डिंग अप अगेंस्ट केजरीवाल आई मीन ही इज नॉट एबल टू गवर्न डिस्पाइट हैविंग अ ह्यूज मैंडेट ओके सो हैविंग सेट दैट बट ही इज फॉलोइंग टू अ डिजाइन सी इफ दे वॉन्ट लेट him work he should not be losing his cool hmm. because uh, see this is an era of perceptions so one perception that the center is and everybody knows i mean they all are trying to create that this guy is an anarchist hmm. ha he is just known for creating chaos hmm. so this is the design and uh, his uh, kejriwal and his men they are falling So basically, they are not being so able to. They are not able to, and this perception is catching up with the imagination of all the people, mm. all the voters. So this is going to go against him. So either he, I mean, when 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 once you identify that this is what in store for you, so you have to be patient about it. Mm. So this particular meeting, twelve o'clock, of course. I mean, why you are. having a yeah i just think it was a revenge meeting the, there's no reason to call a meeting but the cctv footage shows this guy leaving at 11:30 na theek hai it was not 11 it was 12 it was no, 11 no, no, but when i'm saying it was still late enough see, it was see again again the kind of attitude the ki hum cctv footage to dikha denge pehle tu prove kar ki tujhe kisne mara i mean the attitude so you you release the you release the footage if you have the footage on you you just release it That is so, one thing I don't understand. Like, why does AAP not want to relieve the CCTV footage? They're saying that first, let them prove we're not going to prove. I mean, we're not going to. We're not answerable simply because the guy who's made the charges has to prove. But it works in your favour if nothing of that yeah. sort happens. But the courts can easily call for the footage. They can't no, the say no. The police have But, already written yeah. to the pri- uh, yeah. chief minister so, that they they have requested for the yeah, footage. Yeah, they can't say no. Your yeah. your view of this entire no, what fracas. What a bizarre, bizarre! Like both the bizarre. sides have you diametrically cannot. opposite things to say. Hmm. Both the sides. I mean, they don't even agree on why the meeting was called. Yeah. Uh, the But bureaucrats are saying it was advertisements. These guys are saying it was rations. Let's say it was either. Even then. Neither of them are important enough issues to be called at that time of the night. That, yeah, uh, that is what I would want to really question anyone on. You know, mm. nobody seems to be yeah. wanting to. Yeah. The only one who's addressed that is Shelja. Mm. Shelja Chandra, right? She's former IAS officer. Yeah, she's the former chief, chief secretary. secretary. I remember she's written earlier also on this uh, Express. Uh, Mr. Vardhan, your view. No. By the way, sorry. Before I come to that, Manisha, what is the coverage like? I haven't watched TV. Mad, before. mad right. coverage. So obviously. So most channels didn't actually make it prime time. Oh, uh, thank God! News 18 stuck with uh, Nirav Modi. NDTV had a little segment. Uh, mm. News 18 also after 10 o'clock they showed Times Now. Republic Republic had a two-hour program on this where Arnab went like he goes. To, I mean, it's Sorry, bad enough. Two hours on only on this or on, on the yeah, slap gate? Yeah, on slap gate. On just this? Yeah, and wow. he's it's like a murderous assault. <laughs> he's been beaten black and blue. Like it was just like. Uh, like murderous assault but that too he had also said when someone shoved his reporters my my <laughs> so, that they were beaten up i was like <laughs> why don't you resign and all that yeah, so it's of and course they i mean it's completely forgot about modi 11000 crore yeah. i mean it's bad enough that this has oh, happened right. you don't need to exaggerate and go to like, i mean an assault mm. is as bad you don't have to sure. say murder hua hai mm-hmm. mr vardhan so what is your take on bizarre. this There, there are a lot of issues attached to it. So, uh, in uh, any kind of imagination, uh, an assault on a chief secretary is no ordinary event. Hmm. 
सो चीफ सेक्रेटरी इज नॉट जस्ट रन ऑफ द मिल ब्यूरोक्रेट ही इज द ब्यूरोक्रेटिक हेड ऑफ द स्टेट गवर्नमेंट इनफैक्ट ही इज रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर द मोरल ऑफ सिविल सर्विसेज इन ए स्टेट गवर्नमेंट से यूनियन टेरिटरी गवर्नमेंट इन डेली so uh that cannot be downplayed so by any stretch of imagination uh, in fact uh, last year when is officials were uh, protesting against the arrest of uh, uh, a bihar is officer in um, patna the chief secretary as the uh, say as the nodal agency of civil servants in the state asks them uh, to for fall on line and uh, he uh, initiated disciplinary action against them so mm. uh, but uh, the irony is that now the chief secretary himself has been assaulted yeah. mm. so of course the bureaucracy will rally behind him sure and uh, is association has come up uh, with a very strong statement now distrust bet- between um, delhi uh, the elected uh, delhi government uh, led by mr kejriwal and uh, bureaucracy has been building up for quite time and uh, in 2015 uh, uh, when uh, sakuntala gamlin was uh, uh, appointed as chief secretary by the lg then lg najib jang mm. uh, it also created a lot of controversy yes. there was a tough war between chief ministers right to appoint and the constitution 239 aa article the um, government of uh, national Ca- capital territory act 1991 and uh, ad- um, attendant rules there all were constitutionally interpreted now uh, that and then if you see chief minister's uh, speech in 2016 civil services day uh, on april 21 he had threatened the bureaucrats in um, delhi that if i am here to stay long hmm. and if you don't want to work with me you should seek transfer Hmm. uh but uh, you uh, protests mean uh, protest where were the suspension of two danics officers hmm. are political in nature right now an elected government in tussle with the what is considered the permanent executive bureaucracy for all practical purposes is the permanent executive in hmm. this country now this tussle will have heavy costs for governance because uh, you will uh, and bureaucracy has to look for two things first since it is a, 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 a it is conservative institution it has to go by rule books but there is also the mandate of an elected government so should it align itself uh, what indira gandhi said committed bureaucracy with uh, the government of the day so it is in a dilemma over that no. i mean no, although I, no so, i so one sec uh, i'll just i just like to get vivek in to see you know you're at a distance how is it being perceived there i mean i i have a little bit of view on this also after that ramansri you come in how is it being uh, perceived it, it, it's, it's hardly making any buzz here you know uh, <laughs> i'm in bangalore e- no election cares. related things are more uh, uh, dominate the news cycle here hmm. um, you know some mla son uh, beating up uh, somebody at a restaurant is right. big yeah. bigger news for the us Congress than MLA's uh, the chief secretary getting beat up in delhi so uh, guys guys can i go back to the uh, you know subtle and clever manipulation of the organized behavior of people through public relations if yes please <laughs> carry on thank you for joining us i know you have uh, other uh, 
you know no things problem, to do no problem, uh, no problem. and hopefully we'll be able to get you on the road again uh, for part 2 of kaveri look forward thank you all right thank thanks han ji sir aap bataiye raman sir what no, no, is no I, i as i said that uh, there is a design and kejriwal and his men are falling for it but let us go into the roots of the problem uh it's not a case of committed bureaucracy i mean uh why because the bureaucrat is not committed to the government hmm. as per the constitutional arrangements this hmm. is a ut union territory with the state features no i was okay. making a different point ah, that to bureaucrats yeah, yeah. have two choices to make whether they should go with committed bureaucracy or rule bound governance right. mm-hmm. so they make their choices sure. sometimes yeah. in their own interests sure. and some yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. here in case i mean he is committed to lieutenant governor mm-hmm. so what lg lg is able to whatever lg says things happen here uh, the problem is the chief minister has not even been allowed to have the bureaucrats that he wants right okay whereas it happens in also so i think let's go into the root of the problem here is a chief minister with uh, winning 67 out of 70 seats sure. and he is not able to perform he is frustrated he is right. completely frustrated totally agreed but again i'll say that he is falling for yeah but you know i think one like you said there's that you know th- the friction between the state and i think of course it's dangerous for institutions but i would lay the blame for this squarely with the bjp and i won't i won't try to hedge by saying oh they are good people and bad people on both sides i think it's clear what they're trying to do for example who was that uh, police commissioner who gave that poem uh, to arvind kejriwal uh, nikhil kumar like you know when you have a situation where the police commissioner of a city of of delhi state whatever can say that to the no matter how much you dislike each other publicly there was never this kind of humiliation it was done on the sheh of the hmm. bjp for example that acb went through a constitutional arrangement with uh, uh, amendment within 3 days they took the acb away from him and that entire appointment of meena became this big so if you go that far to humiliate someone who you don't like uh i would pin the breakdown of institution and institutional arrangements and relationships squarely on that because i don't believe the way the bureaucracy and the police you know hierarchy has spoken or behaved with this government in any other state in any other circumstance would they would have the balls to talk like that of course in any case my view of the police is it is the lowest life form on earth i mean they will do anything they'll ruin lives for a couple of thousand bucks i mean they are the worst worse than dda politicians bureaucrats but even the bureaucracy you know being used like that i think is is completely a, 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 a modi thing and why i think he's very much like trump is any institution or like indira gandhi these guys will basically happily kill any institution to keep themselves relevant they the, i mean that's my in my view but aap and kejriwal they used to be so innovative in in launching but the reform being an activist it, is different being in government is different uh, no but here that is one of the thing see that uh, but you can't n- beat not up being a na- natural party of government can beat up of course you can't beat up the chief first of all no you think he was beaten up i'm i'm curious yeah that's also i i mean, I, 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 i mean i wouldn't take his word no, for okay. it but then the medical reports say but that he has a perception battle uh, i think perception battle would be won by bureaucrats i completely hmm. think at, hmm. at least so far uh, for the simple reason that uh, still they have higher credibility than political class yes. right so uh, uh, and 
one thing. Second is that you cannot reinvent the will. Uh, the our government has to live with the reality that it's an union territory. Mm. It cannot ask for things which are not in the 1991 Act. So, uh, uh, like uh, bureaucratic transfer. So, uh, you have to play around that. You need a team of bureaucrats that, that, that can work for you. And uh, confrontationists to stand with uh, the bureaucracy will not uh, go well for the Yeah, governance. but I think that again assumes <laughs> that the confrontation is coming from this side. I mean, the assumption is that the bureaucrats who are coming are very cooperative. No, they're instigating. The, the, the fact is that the center is putting people there to finger you. Huh? stuff. I mean, that is there. I, I don't think That's there's the any design. doubt about that. That's the design and Kejriwal is falling for it. That's uh, but what else do you do also? I mean, it is true that if everything is being blocked and it is true that even simple things like, you know, getting interns to work with you in the ministry, uh, the LG doesn't clear files for that, the guys are not paid. So even like basic payments of the yeah, staff when, that you when, may want. When your own state arm goes and demolishes a Mohalla clinic, yeah. like what the fuck, yeah. I mean, how far will you so go? There so there is a continuous anyway, impediment thrown uh, at them so, also. So uh, let's just move on to... Um, the Gitanjali gems. The PNB scam. Yes, the, the PNB scam. Modi. Tell us a little bit about that. I, I would just like to kick off this by saying that I just find it fascinating that the level of this government will just, you know, optics don't matter anymore to them. In the sense that, you know, this whole scam coming to light, them saying that uh, Abhishek Manu Singhvi's wife bought these things, send a notice to them for black money. That was ridiculous. It was, uh, far be it from me to, you know, have any sympathy for Abhishek Manu Singhvi. For those of you who remember, he walked off a debate with me because what I said, that he's talking nonsense. He says, who is this boy? How dare he talk to me like that? And he left the debate. But, um, I mean, it is so brazen. Even the people who hate Manu Singhvi will say, this is too much. And this is what I'm saying. The optics, they are not bothered about because this government has a bunch of supporters who will cheer them on no matter what they do. And they have a bunch of supporters and journalists if this government shuts down journalism, they will continue to... What I'm saying is it has reached a level where, forget, everything can go to hell. As long as these guys are cracking down on people you don't like, they will be backed by not just a core base, but by people mainstream who are... Mainstream channels and anchors, channels. most watched That is channels. the curious thing. But on, on an unrelated note, I want to know when were those six crore worth of jewellery bought by Minoru Singhvi's wife... My thing is, it'll be around the time a certain CD was released. Because... Why? Because, dude, why else would she stay with him? Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. Uh, <laughs> when was that? Has anyone done you that? You buy me diamonds, I'll forget. You buy me six crore worth of diamonds? Fine, the CD happened and I'm around. Okay, I'll, I'll stay. You think he was making up? For <laughs> I, was, I mean, flowers won't do it after wow. that CD. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Huh. That's uh, the investigative story that that's we should That's the investigative story of the year. That, that should win, win the award. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly not, Raman sir says, in case he's thinking any journalist is <laughs> thinking in that direction. His personal affairs. Uh, personal affairs. Huh, sorry, Anand Ardhan, go ahead. On the coverage of this <laughs> and how... Oh, also, on, on this whole... Yeah, what I want to spark off is this has also led to this whole thing that this shows why bank nationalization was such a bad thing. Bank nationalization, it is Indira Gandhi's fault. I mean... That, yes, seriously, really I find one of the dumbest kind of uh, yeah. uh, outcomes of this. Because uh, if you remember, HSBC was fined what, $2.5 billion and they still have to get audits done by SEC. Vivek Call has given some very interesting data 
on the kind of locha that happens in private banks and the defaults that happen there. The whole ICICI bank chickenery with NDTV was ICICI. So um, on that, I mean, do you think that's a solution at all? No, there are uh, issues with public banks. Of no course. doubt about it. And uh, the default has run into lakhs of crores. And uh, and also the question about efficiency. There is a means a kind of uh, smug smirk on the face of public bank officials. And if so, for some reason, even account holders of public banks, when they uh, talk with say private bank account holders, really? or yes, yes. So uh, I have seen that uh, you if you see an interaction between public uh, bank official and a private bank official uh, it's very condescending so and uh, it has the same attitude of a government employee so uh, that uh, so uh, the socialist logic of mrs gandhi to uh, come up with the idea of nationalization of banks was that uh, they don't lend to poor and something right. and that has uh, come a full circle when there is an irony that uh, public banks are uh, suffering by lending uh, to the rich without doing due diligence. Now, uh, that is one part of the, there are uh, operational deficiencies in uh, uh, public sector banks that need to be addressed whether, so uh, no one can look away from that. Uh, Second is that uh, whether uh, there are uh, links of corruption with political parties and this uh, that, that is a matter uh, that would not surprise anybody that that is somehow uh, uh, a given fact to the crony capitalist links and this sure. um, so uh, that they are were in connivance even if it is proved though it is at a speculative uh, uh, stage that is the uh, bigger thing to fix is the if structural deficiencies in banking system yeah so th- th- that is the thing that should that needs focus so uh, uh crying over polit- uh, the political discourse around corruption that will go on that will go on that do is you think a- naming bad loan holders like for example there was a report in ndtv this morning they went to some rural area and all the farmers who defaulted their debt their lists their names have been put mm on the wall of the panchayat and at the bank. So everyone knows you've defaulted for how much. I mean, sunshine laws like RTI, like I agree with you, but when you say structural change, I mean, specifically, if I think there can be more transparency in who's given the loan, who approved the loan, you know, if basic stuff like RTI were to work and you know what you said about uh, Vivek Call has written an interesting piece on corporate bad loans and how many, 81, 83% of corporate bad loans in Allahabad bank, bad loans are corporate bad loans. In Andhra Bank, it's 80%. Like most of you just see this list and you're right, it did not serve the purpose it was supposed to serve. Although I have had this argument made to me that if you go to rural areas, it's still Allahabad Bank and Bank of Punjab. Uh-huh. There is no ICICI In nation. terms of penetration, there is no banking. Like uh, Mr. Modi's Jandhan Yojana uh, wrote on the back of public banks. Public so, sector bank, because so, private uh, banks won't go in there. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, that is something that uh, an area that public banks can still serve. So right. That, yes. But... Uh, yeah, so, uh, sorry. Uh, or there should be incentives for public, uh, private banks to expand in those areas. But know. I mean, for those, you know, who uh, we should at some point have a civil aviation expert. I mean, it is common knowledge that airlines, private airlines, when they hire, when they order from Boeing and, you know, when they order aircrafts, kickbacks are paid at the highest levels. It's a private to private. 
and you know if it's a publicly listed company it's janta ka paisa that's going it's not going through the government but it's still being you know so it happens even in private companies so i mean just my view is that in a political and governance culture like india where it is given that everyone's going to be corrupt i really don't think how private or public banks is going to be much different from each other no the two issues but before these two issues the corruption has in our country has been institutionalized not only institutionalized uh, it has internalized it has been internalized we take it as a given absolutely so but the two things uh, one is uh, as anand said uh, see it's a very very dangerous trend the institutions are dying i mean public uh, the banks as an institution i mean they are dying and this is a very dangerous trend for our country i mean these people they have no if if you just look at what is the issue on hand the issue that we have on hand here is a man who takes a surety from a public bank gives it to the foreign bank and, and gets takes the money right okay now the surety which was taken from a private bank uh, from from punjab national was given there nobody there's no check and balances between the two so so and they they end up giving him in say 7 8 years 11000 crore rupees yeah Okay, Although, on the basis no, of that I mean charity. that is what he owes them. What they may have given him maybe five, six thousand crores because because ah, late fees, late, late fees, fee, right, late fees, the right, penalties. Yeah, right. So now, now which has which is now I mean amounting to around eleven thousand crores. Second problem, I mean the institution uh, is dying. When I say institution is dying, means there is no check and balances, and uh, and the public money is just being taken away. I mean I I will also give you an example. How does it happen? Hmm. For example, we have this. We had this UP investment yesterday. Yeah, that's so. Notionally, four point five lakh crore rupees given. Huh. Okay, so you had all kind of commitments so, made. Commitments. How many of them will actualize? No, no, no. I tell you what. Say somebody has given a commitment of eighteen thousand crore. Okay, hmm. where is this money going to come from? from punjab national bank from icci from uh, state bank right. of india because they are going to take they don't spend their own money yeah, and yeah which yeah i they mean they take no, a sure kind some kind of surety surety sure i mean uh, to raise capital to in the market the capital. to have that kind of an industry then, set up and then then that is how the scams come into being so so you you fall for uh, these uh, capitalists i mean these the guys who are uh, you know uh, on the stage and this is how the scams come up see second problem that i feel that here is the issues are taking they are relegated into the background and more and you have more now jumlas you know built around the issue so you have chota gandhi uh, so 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 chota gandhi chota modi Cho- which is nirav nirav acha okay so the chota modi is the one uh, you know jumla that has come up and the issue will is going to get lost into these jumlas yeah i mean and then they will then, use his surname uh, and then you uh, have the whatsapp messages of uh, singhvi's why buying 6 crore yeah. and uh, they, they have listed in fact not just singhvi five six congressmen uh, you know ministers mm. at that time who had bought what so only the whatsapp messages there is no yeah, but i think you know what is really unfortunate in that case is i mean a that's a really shitty kind of defense but the fact that they use nirmala sitaraman who's one minister who i actually have a lot of respect for in this government um i just find it sad that you know to save amit shah and modi they are you know putting such credible people on the line with such like a shitty defense of their thing i mean they should have got amit shah to do this yeah it's his caliber it's it's his pay grade 
I mean, they should leave people like her out of this. I, cabinet minister. Yeah, not just cabinet. And she's, a, I mean, she she does her job well. I think. I mean, she's conducted herself, unlike you know many others in this government with a certain mm-hmm. dignity. To put I her think, up to uh, this is uh, one interesting angle in the story was the media angle where uh, there's this guy called Hari Prasad who's mm-hmm. based in Bangalore. He had been swindled by this Choksi guy. Hmm. So he had written to the PMO in 2016. He had said that Vijay Malaya like scam is happening. This guy is siphoning money. There's like it's a total collapse and it's rang the alarm bells. He went to the Times group and discussed the story with them. Uh, he also wrote mails to CNBC and News 18. We actually spoke to him and he said he met a journalist in Economic Times in Mumbai. We is News Laundry. And News Laundry. And, Are we doing uh, a story on this? It's no, already yes. up. Oh sorry. Okay. So uh Times has these private treaties, so they had a private treaty with Gitanjali yeah. Gems, so they didn't touch it. And it's yet again a story where the pink press is just sleeping on the story. This guy has gone around meeting journalists. Nothing happens to that the story. The pink press is just they just put and press releases. Yeah, that's you all have they to do. see how Choksi, I mean Nirav Modi and the guy. You have to see his you know interviews before the scam hit with NDTV with other places. We are so in awe of these guys. who speaks so well and you know diamonds and rubies and it's just luxury like it's just gloss you don't see in business journalism the you know the yeah, rot no what's going over their balance sheets which is why and this you have a guy tipping you off you have a guy and saying you don't do it but i did read this report that they had business interests and even hindustan times group was on the verge of investing in something investing, yeah. so again i mean the which is why when the public purse pays the public is served and when nirav modi pays then <laughs> nirav modi is served so if you guys and it's amazing so i saw two interviews of nirav modi one on bbc in which he's speaking in like badhiya british accent hmm. and then ndtv me he's back to his desi accent i was like pehla sign of fraud just <laughs> switching his accent it's amazing how he's just like he's speaking like proper british yeah, english the best is he's written to the bank hmm. now you Man, have you to ask for and now i'm not saying <laughs> so i'm not paying yeah. but he was really the toast the of the town yeah i mean Uh, what what are they written back saying? Uh, it's a very stern letter. I am I am forgetting the details, mm. but I read the headline: PNB gets back at Nirav Modi. Nirav Modi with a strong letter. Hmm. Chalo, chitti to mili, ha. But what a I mean, he was such a high. I mean, it's amazing to see these guys who were like so loved so and such a high society. Like everyone from Priyanka Chopra to whatever, all these glamorous people, all journalists. That's something Vijay Malia was also tweeted out. No, when. Shit hit the well, roof. He, he said that all you business journalists, I was paying for your tickets and I was inviting you to all yeah. my parties and you didn't do anything. Yeah, because when Vijay Malia pays, Vijay Malia served. <laughs> when the public was no, the public is served. No, but it is really and it's amazing. All this should be that side of the paywall. Huh? <laughs> no, that, but that, but that what is also like Mufat Khors know the news that they are getting. Who's paying for it? In case you're thinking, sitting, oh, they go, I'm the free man news. Well, what here. is worse is that this guy in this letter has said that journalists have a bad perception. That he was scared that if I gave a story to other media houses, they would use that story to crack a deal with them, which happens in a lot sure, of media exactly, houses. Sure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so, yes, when if you don't in public life or social life, you don't uh, detect fraudsters. So if you are endorsing their products. They, you see them as clients. I think uh, uh, at the turn of the century there was a big fraud home trade. Yeah, yeah. Such such in Tendulkar, Ritik Roshan, all Shah endorsed. Khan. That was all the most amazing. So, not th- yeah, not to point fingers at them. I mean, it's just although, a brand. Although on that, I think you know, a contract comes to you. as a modeling assignment for you a particular it, product yeah yeah you, you can't it. really do an audit of of audit no, no, of that no no not at all i mean function. not but i'm just talking about journalists sure like, also journalism. so those of you who are wondering so you have something to add no. on this okay uh, yeah so now mr uh, vikram kothari who's the owner of rotomac is being questioned and nirav modi still we don't know which country he's in but his lawyer says that 
wherever he is he's safe and sound in belgium me kabhi the best is like all these jan you know channels want to beat each other to exclusive so republic is like we have practice house in dubai and there's a parcel outside the house and then the whole segment is about like there's a parcel nirav modi waiting for you we found the parcels so just talking about a parcel outside his house <laughs> no no the, the even the kind of tickers that they put are so misleading <laughs> i think republic or times now was saying that exclusive footage of the slap gate that happened i said chalo ab footage aa gaye let's see who slept who you see the footage it's of a car leaving a gate and a man walking yeah i was like i saw the gate part but i didn't see the slap <laughs> part like, what the fuck so i'll just read two more emails and then we shall move on to the foreign visitors the dignitaries who've come you guys can weigh in on that so this first email i'm reading is from subscriber saurabh bhutani Hi Nil team I write to compliment you on a very refreshing episode on Hafta 159 Manisha seems to be getting increasingly comfortable in Abhinandan's shoes as the anchor of Hafta so compliments to her see Thank another you. one <laughs> Compliments also to Anand Vardhan whose fan following seems to be growing every day I too am a huge fan particularly of his vocabulary amongst all the panelists he is the only one who remains reticent till specifically called out to give his views maybe it would be very interesting to get him to anchor the show once I'm sure a lot of listeners <laughs> will be pleased. Anand? Anand like nahi. Once consider once again. <laughs> He's laughing. Saurabh with her incredulous expression ki bhai ek you might as well ask me to jump from from a skyscraper. I'm sure a lot of listeners will be pleased. Although what we'll do is uh, Anand since you as you know you read so much and you have research in your DNA consider starting a podcast where you take an issue and us bal ki khal nikalne ka type. Think about it. Anyway, up to that you. That would be nice. That would be nice. Guests like Nitin Gokhale a few weeks back and Arthi Tikku this week add a lot of dimension to the hafta, particularly with their in-depth knowledge. It'd be good if one such guest is included every week. Best, Saurabh. Thanks, Saurabh. Thanks for your subscription. Thanks for your kind words. Sorry to break your heart, but I'm back. And uh, yeah, uh, let's let's see. We'd like to do a lot of more interesting stuff. In fact, we'd want to have a podcast a day. Right now, we have five, but we want like seven. But um, yeah, we'll we'll hopefully be able to do that. And the next mail I want to read is of Vijay Sadasivam says it would be nice if the article mentioned in the below tweet is discussed in Hafta 160. This one is what 160? Are we in 160 right now? Which one are we recording? This 160. Okay, uh, maybe 161, Vijay, because everyone hasn't read it. The author Neil Neilknandan, uh, his Twitter hashtag is uh, his ID is at Puram underscore Politics, is a data scientist who has been consistently pointing out the unfair way. in which the demographically successful states of kerala and tamil nadu are being treated by the rest of india uh, the 15th finance commission may split open demographic fault lines between south and north india this is a piece from the wire that he sent okay vijay um, let's ah, see the delimitation he's talking about how they no no finance commission formula for distribution of resources right so uh, do you want to weigh in on this because mm. i i haven't no, really read the article it's a detailed discussion maybe later maybe later maybe we okay, can read it and then discussion. discuss it next yeah, time yeah so if everybody's excited with it vijay maybe next time we will discuss this but thank you vijay for your support <coughs> for your subscription and for your kind words now um do you want to discuss the um, we have three issues to discuss we don't have to do all three i don't know how much time we have there's the gujarat protest the dalit protest there is the visitor the visit of justin trudeau and the iran premier and there is the police encounters of uttar pradesh what do you want to start with manisha your call maybe the trudeaus okay go for it so they've been here for now how long to a week right pehle iska zara wo de do background ki kaun aaya kab aaya kaun hai justin trudeau along with his family his wife and three kids here in india on a visit to i mean uh, the 
talk is that he's here to sort of appease his Sikh slash hardline supporters back in Canada. Uh, so it's like a vote bank visit for him. Uh, the controversy is that Modi didn't meet him and didn't hug him subsequently. So and Trudeau has this image of this really, you know, liberal, uh, secular, open to immigrants kind of a really progressive image. So. A lot of the critique on the left is that Modi doesn't want to meet someone this liberal and uh, a lot of... Uh, in defense of Modi, Canada is not that important to us. I mean, there are a lot of people there, a lot of Indians. So you there don't think Sikhs. it was a snub? It was an obvious snub? The, the, I mean, the, the PM doesn't meet everyone. No, there are a lot the PM. of... Uh, I'm saying he doesn't have to go, but... Mm. But there was a controversy that he didn't go and he sent a junior minister. So it should have been like some no, senior who... No, I coming to Delhi and PM yeah, he's is going to, he's going to meet him. Meet but him. Uh, but he Friday. wasn't greeted. Tomorrow he will go. He's already met Captain Amrinder in Punjab where he's given an assurance that I'm for the sovereignty of India. So and this whole the fear about... One of the guys yeah. on the guest list is a convicted terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. So and his minister has taken full responsibility for sending that invitation. They have rescinded it but too late. Yeah. It's done the damage. I personally find Trudeau very creepy. There's something too creepy. like... Creepy? He's too... He, he uses PR. Pretty. No, he's very clever. And there are some pieces on him also how he carefully choreographs. You know, like he'll be at the airport and waiting for a Syrian kid with a toy and he'll make sure that there are reporters capturing that. So he's quite... He's too perfect and so too... Maybe like, Modi I find thinks he's too much like him. <laughs> Though when Modi hugs his mother, all you the know, cameras are there, but she doesn't live with him for the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> So I think Trudeau and Modi have more in common. I don't think Modi had to meet. I mean, I don't think strategically we have much to do with Canada in terms of trade or... Just our students go there. A lot of Punjabis go there and that's it. As long as Chief Minister of Punjab met him. Met him, huh? Sadek, that's good enough. See, there's Sekhdi's in Toronto also. Yeah. There's a Sekhdi Mahalla in Batala really? and there's a Sekhdi Mahalla in Toronto. Really? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, the Canadian press is talking about it. Mm. I think they have this the Sikh angle to it. He has got four Sikh ministers in his yes. uh, cabinet. And, and he's seen uh, with the radical and, Gurdwara and guys Jagmeet, there. Jagmeet, I think, what is his name? Jagmeet Singh. He is the new leader emerging in, back in Canada. Right. So Whose this video is went what, viral. Uh, of, so yeah. this is what he. I think he wants to counter. And that is why he was at uh, Amritsar yesterday. Hmm. Uh, so at Golden Temple dressed in the gaudy rolling like rotis <laughs> so so I think I think it is basically to woo yeah, the Sikh it's, voters it's basically huh? for his vote bank huh. back yeah, yeah, in Hindustan times Prasant Jha and someone with him has co-written a piece hmm. which they claim is an exclusive which gives a back story to uh, some of the irritants so they say that uh, Ram Madhav Ram Madhav, along with uh, a very influential Sikh mediator, uh, were going to visit Canada to talk to the radical Sikhs, means mm. the Khalistani, uh, Khalistan sympathizers. Mm. And uh, the present Canadian government denied uh, travel uh, to uh, travel permission to the man uh, accompanying him. He is a UK-based, uh, very influential okay. Sikh voice. Okay. So uh, that was one of the irritants, uh, along with others. Uh, like uh, Canada has around 1.8% Sikh population, and uh, 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 the. And most of them are not sympathetic to Khalistani movement. Yeah, but, uh, but, but they are very critical of what happened to uh, the Sikhs. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, some Khalistani uh, 
supporters keep them interested in the agenda and uh, the, the, uh, at the time of elections that it becomes one of the mobilizing points so uh, india is wary of it india is trying to counter khalistani propaganda in any form sure. so uh, and that is one thing that has somehow um, uh, unwittingly invited congress and bjp in india to <laughs> so means amrinder singh uh, uh, has uh, uh, i think in a walk on the talk with sekhar gupta he said that he would not be meeting and that sikh minister when he comes to amritsar mm-hmm. uh, but he eventually met him met him so amrinder singh has i mean amrinder singh has gone back on a lot mm-hmm. of things he said he would and wouldn't do for example crack down on the badals no. mm-hmm. yeah. and and on the majithias uh, i think uh, his family is doing some business along yeah, with they're doing business but with them also so <laughs> so ji hun paise mil rahe hain te sab purana maaf but the canadian mp who has taken responsibility is randeep sarai for inviting the pro khalisani terrorist jaspal atwal is the man who was invited and uh, i quote I alone facilitated his request to attend this important event I should have exercised better judgment and I take full responsibility for my actions unquote sir I said in a statement so um yeah but the damage is done but uh, you know I just think that it's more than just the khalistani angle I think in a sense um both are appealing to their base hmm. um even if khalistan wasn't on the agenda let's let's be clear for those of you who are listening to this and aren't in amritsar you go to amritsar you see pictures of bhindramale in a mm. lot of places yeah it's not just right in, in even jhankis right in, in delhi right in the buses uh, in the, the buses on cars and shops you enter yes. when uh, pranam mukherjee had gone to canada as uh, i think he was at that time finance minister or was he uh, did he have some other portfolio they when he went to uh, canada um they had to take a photograph it was very uncomfortable because the life size photograph behind him was of bindramale <laughs> no, and he was a congress in the golden temple museum i think he is the yes. eighth or ninth guru no well he yes. doesn't have the status the of guru no is. he doesn't have the status of guru but uh-huh. he yeah he's he's, he's there, he's there the as museum? a hero uh-huh. he's a martyr In fact they had a ceremony uh, making him yes. martyr at one point yes. so it's happening everywhere hmm. but yet the government of india still deals with those people it's not like you don't i think it's more to do with trudeau is the liberal poster boy hmm and the base modi's base will not like him you know hanging with him and let's be clear this government only pleases its base it's not interested in the wider audience i think that is the basic reason it's all this complicated politics is even if they want there they would not want to pander to this guy because he is the poster boy of you know the ultra liberal so you say that is why modi did not hug him yeah yeah i think that is clearly why <laughs> he's he may not hug him he, <laughs> when they like meet. like i i think I want to know I wasn't here when this happened how was this guy's um, uh, visit here treated uh, you know Mr Rohani Hasan Rohani when he he was on a two day visit to Hyderabad No, I wasn't that in the country. That didn't make much of a splash. Did it? No, uh, it did, but uh, diplom uh, means bilateral visits are not true. don't have much readership in India. Means, okay. Uh, people are not interested in foreign affairs for some peculiar reason, <laughs> and so. But कुछ तो coverage हुई होगी. हाँ, coverage. It, uh, there was coverage. Now, see, um, uh, means uh, on Canada only. So, uh, 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 despite uh, political parties pandering to their base, diplomacy needs to have a continuity. True. So, uh, it will have means there comes a critical point where diplomats 
prevail over the current government so sure. they, they cannot risk uh, relations with uh, say a north american country mm-hmm. just for uh, a political party so uh, they, uh, that may be one of the factors but uh, diplomacy also plays a part that, mm-hmm. that is but the one um, community that did embrace justin trudeau with enthusiasm was the bollywood community also probably because he and his entire family dressed like they were in a bollywood film yeah. also the industrialists i think mahindra but dude like he really dressed like kabhi khushi kabhi gham ke set par he's i was just waiting like i said creepy like this so choreographed yeah like his kids also dressed in that lehenga and same color coordinated like this is creepy <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> you really dislike him huh just find him a fake i don't he know ha huh, we don't know but it looks very pleasant <laughs> his father was also prime minister exactly so uh, and he supposedly spoke on dynastic politics also at iim ahmedabad <laughs> when we was visiting ahmedabad hmm. uh, so yes malala has spoken very highly of him acha no i mean he's i mean canada of course has great I mean, they're very open to immigrants, and he he positions himself correctly and all the yeah, like liberal. Canada, ninety percent of your population is just. China is number one, I think. After that is India. Uh, immigrants? Yeah, immigrants. Yeah, possible. No, on Iran, then so uh, Iran, Iran visit. So hmm. uh, uh, contrary to popular perceptions, uh, in the Muslim world, hmm. Islamic world versus West Asia, India's relations with uh, Iran have not. been frosty mm. and, been for, and and uh, and not with other uh, even for most of other muslim countries they, it has not except pakistan is a, of, of course the uh, infamous exception mm. so uh, uh, now uh, iran is very important for india uh, strategically also with, with uh, ex- access to charbahar port and uh, because china uh, with support of china they ha- uh, pa- pakistan has godar port so for access to afghanistan which gives uh, pakistan a strategic uh, depth what they call uh, uh, india's tra- uh, transit points to afghanistan will have uh, uh, another channel means with uh, chabahar port of course the trade relations are also there and this pan uh, say and is also the factor that iran being a shia dominated country and even the counter terrorism operations against uh, say sunni uh, islam uh, islamist terrorism they find some our common grounds there uh so that way uh, there are many say uh, common grounds for india and iran to explore so it is not uh, a typical islamic country for india to look through that prism so any government uh, has a friendly has tended to have friendly relations with iran modi government is no exception okay so now let's move on to up and i would just request everyone to just have something if they have anything to add i was just watching this entire gun control debate and the town hall that CNN did uh, i th- i just think that was interesting but all these um, up mein jo action ho raha hai yogi adityanath has been much in the news for his, this summit where he did this very fawning thanks to adani on twitter the adani yogi love fest on twitter was quite nice to watch uh, the up cops and they all these reports which are kind of glorifying you know this whole thing about 
encounters they feel safer in prisons i mean i don't know um what what's your take on that raman sir i mean for those of you with context is there was this whole spate there were i mean till about last week there were four encounters a day since the yogi tinath government came of wanted people so encounter is a euphemism for basically a you know extrajudicial killing by police without trial or due process that's called an encounter in our country um they've even cut out fake now it's just encounter they don't even call it fake encounter well, if you if you see the past when we do talk about gujarat you know the fake encounters in the during yes. more this time but i think up always tops uh it's not just you you uh, even even the police is famous uh up police is famous and uh, yes they need the political shelter so uh, without that they maybe they, ha- they they will also get into trouble so there are government like uh, in the past also when the up has done but here the problem is yogi has come out very clearly he's very vocal about yeah. it ही इज़ वेरी वोकल अबाउट द गन कल्चर कि अगर गन चलाएंगे तो उसका जवाब हम गन से देंगे गन चलाएंगे नहीं आई मीन इज इज सिंपली सेंग कि हम तो गन से जवाब देंगे गुंडागर्दी का इसमें द ओनली थिंग इज द मिस यूज आई मीन इफ टमोरो से इफ आई एम डेंजर टू हिम इफ देर इज एनी प्रॉब्लम सो देर इज सच अः धड़ल्ले से यू कैन सेट फ्रॉम द पल्पिट्स एंड इट इज नॉट चैलेंज by what you would consider the civilized you know parts of society or even the media doesn't challenge that i that's worrying that is a breakdown of an established you know you may not be able to achieve that but that's an established ideal that we should be going towards mm. when leaders say that is not an ideal worth emulating mm. then then you know fuck the system <coughs> i think it's this this is like supari uh, i mean <laughs> i mean i i yeah. should by the chief minister and nhrc i hope mm. will conduct the you know inquiries into this and they will I check i mean kps gill didn't have as many defenders back when the heat was on him then he has today yeah. right I and mean, seriously hmm. i think it's very very scary so since march there have been about 1100 close to 1100 encounters in which 34 people have died and some 200 people were injured ndtv actually investigated of the 34 deaths they've investigated 14 and it's scary because the fir is copy paste in these 14 deaths uh, you know there's the uh, guy is running on a bike and there's an accomplice 10 of the cases there you can't trace the accomplice who's this accomplice along with mm. you know uh, this guy was shot there's a case of this jai hind yadav guy whose father said that he was picked up from the house mm. police says he was shot at again when he was robbing a bank so it's like blatant lying and making up is scary also because when you don't go through the due law process even if this guy is suppose he's a hardened criminal and he's whatever he's done mm. bank robberies he's murders when you go through a due process there are other uh, you know people who get caught in the way there are other like you you nip the whole sure. gang you know mm. you're just shooting weeding out one particular person after the other it's not going to solve crime or law and order because you're not really going through no it won't solve on the contrary it'll just empower the yeah. what what happened to the police in punjab i mean the amount of innocence and the innocent got, people like they let's not forget they're accused like they're not convicted yeah i mean i i think it's very problematic there is one aspect that you have an undercover operation that does this it has been done to clean up the mafia in other countries and is another thing where the head of that state kind of endorses it and gives it a legitimacy and for criminal i mean this is not even a mafia it's for like regular like robbers thieves or whatever like 
it's not even a ma- not like a mumbai mafia that you're going after no, but, but you saw but, in but, bombay but, but, that thought, but the know? ironically during bal thakre's reign of you know iron fist in bombay he couldn't or didn't do jack shit to daud ibrahim's operation so let's be clear they, i don't know whether they don't have you know they'll bash up the ready wala or something but daud thrived during bal thakre's time so the really big dons i don't think yogi will have the nuts to touch gorakhpur was also the hub for subrat rai and for all i mean i spoke it to sunetha it is a small time guys i don't sunetha seem like that big book and i interviewed her she says he is living the even when he was in tihar the entire guest house has been turned into his prison there's acs there's a conference room his food comes from the taj so he doesn't give a fuck wow so yeah anand sorry uh, i saw ansari ansari is i think with mukhtar ansari is he with sp, SP now <laughs> Well, he keeps changing he party. Had a BSP. Uh, BSP. He he and Atik, they keep changing from one no, to the other. I, when I was with Indian Express in Lucknow, hmm. he used to have, uh, you know, a cavalcade of cars, say, say around twenty cars, and all having the same number, seven eighty-six. So the culture of Bhokali is very, 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 you know, prominent to that society. You know, Lucknow society. Bhokali, hmm. they call them. So Bhopali so, means strong men. Ah, strong Bhopali men. Bhopali is so man safe. Power so man safe. Bhopal. Yes. Bhopal tight. Bhopal tight. Yes. So, tell me, what is your take on this entire UP experiment? Policing is a complex operation in a complex society like India. Now, uh, the whole discourse around it can be seen through two prisms. First is the uh, when a state government a new government comes with when uh, when the governance is at its nadir the first spectacle or optics what you can say that it wants to uh, somehow pride itself on is improvement in law and order say lalu yadav followed by nitish kumar the first two three years that won him praise was improvement in law and order dip in kidnappings girls going out till 9 or 10 in the at night and uh, not uh, uh, the doubt kind of mafia but organized crimes are there in bihar up they they may be smaller gangs but they are dangerous gangs so uh, and uh, it's a day to day law and order problem for people the accusations of extrajudicial killings cannot be ruled out they happen but not all encounters are fake encounters sure. so, that, so that police leadership can come up with their own versions of it and they can prove that all are not some of them may be now the media discourse around it was divided some kept uh, like you say that criminals are uh, coming up with play cards that we don't want to, uh, so we want to surrender and this and th- this mm. whole thing was there but some just came to highlight the extrajudicial killings they just uh, crawled out of the woodwork to say that there are human rights violations but you didn't follow the story that uh, say lot of families have gone back to kerala with improved law and order you didn't do that story entity we didn't do that or uh, the uh, public goodwill uh, public support for that but it just crawled out of the woodwork to say that there are so, so you have to highlight both hmm. both issues the the 
positive public reaction to it. There may be many towns. I have seen, say, from 2005 to 15 in Bihar, there was huge support for Nitish Kumar with improved law and order. And some of the measures were similar. So that is. But there are, of course, there may be cases of uh, human rights violations. Now, IPS leadership, the Indian Police Service leadership, is also of two types. There, there are daddy-mama boys who are, go to foreign universities, come up with uh, a lot of degrees and talk about a uh, lot of things, but they don't go on ground. But there are IPS officials, say, like, say, Ajay Pal Sarma, who is being talked about in this who are uh, who in their say policing showmanship they do some say extrajudicial things so that has to be reined in that has there to be is, there is a public positive response even to people like they are not the question is do we need this kind of culture kind of culture hmm. a second does it warrant a chief minister to say ke encounter to this, I you think know, these are the two issues which I think are prominent. And, and the positivity when it comes what to positivity, I am saying is even Dhyanayak also was, there were many... Uh, and then there were allegations against him. I think he also served some time in prison. No, so sorry, go ahead, what were you saying? No, you're saying... No, I think, Anand, the one thing that I disagree with you on, that you said, you have to highlight the positive and the negative. Other than the chief minister and those holding constitutional positions, no one has to do anything. If the media chooses, they can only show the negatives. That is their right, that is their prerogative, and that is their privilege. They don't have to do anything. The word have to is something that I think does not apply to anyone except if that is part of your statutory or constitutional no, duty. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just finish. A, if people are going back, well, that's great. Some may want to report it, some may not want to report it. But that has nothing to do with someone who has been given the law and order to run and... What is improved law and order is also debatable. What you say is law and order, for example, that Hindu, what's the, his outfit that he had set up? Uh, with the, the Hindu Yuvavahini, the Yogi Mutt, it's his army. What they did, there's video evidence of the kind of shit that they go around doing and no one touches them. That is also breakdown of law and order. The kind of, you know, them going hunting for love jihad, the Saharanpur, we've done a story on that. And them getting complete carte blanche, a civilian, that is also law and order. So I don't see how anyone can say because you are shooting down 20, uh, uh, you know, people who are unpopular, uh, you know, uh, gundas is law and order. But propping up other gundas who are going around protecting Hindu women, how is that not worse law and order? So the term law and order is what is I'm debating. Two things. First is that uh, impact of uh, reigning in all the uh, criminals who have been say killed in the encounters were criminals there is that is indisputable there no, is no that's not indisputable how, no, how do you know they, you don't know no, even, even that is even some say 5% of them were not but mm. it did have an impact it did have an impact sure. Th there is a section of population which is also saying that sure see if i read a newspaper or new channel and that is my chronicle of the events of a region. I am not an activist. I don't only want anti-establishment stuff, sure. which may be the prerogative of the journalist, but as a reader and news consumer, I also want to know what is happening in my estate. Mm -hmm. So I want to get that news also. Sure. But by, uh, by being a reader or news consumer, I am not an anti-establishment person. I am just a sure. normal person. Sure. I want my newspaper to tell me that also. Sure. 
so that that is what i meant <coughs> okay but they don't have to what i'm saying is you drawing an equivalence in if what if i the... read only one paper or if i read only one new channel i am being uh, uh, say short changed if i am not shown that side of this which you are being short changed anyway no matter yes. which one you watch what i'm saying so, is the equivalence on what a news organization has to do and what a government has to do that is not an equivalence you can draw one is bound by rules the other is not that's what i'm saying also you will be short changed and all no, i mean of course, i, I mean, just think generally it's a good idea to consume news I from see, different platforms i see newspapers or uh, as also chronicles of events they are absolutely so, there is no so doubt about uh, you have to first stick to that before you get to other you, your other say mandate hmm sir you were saying something no, no i'm saying that the kind of culture that they are trying to promote what is coming out of the entire thing is that these criminals have not been able to you know deal with the given justice system so they easily get away with murder mm. so since they are easily getting away with murder you better kill them bomb them off so this is the culture which is developing okay so which is dangerous because this is going to be misused later or so no later secondly that hindu vaini in fact uh please i mean anybody who wants to see the the the, the de facto police in gorakhpur so mm. we one must go there mm. and see the de facto police which is hindu vaini they have their own justice system yeah, and they, how they, they do have, it and they are, it's not are, just love jihad there are many many other things yeah. so so in the even the justice so is, is that better law and order is that worse law and order you know that law and order is question what is law and order then so so if you go to uh, gorakhpur and 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 oh, the find it for worse yourself because they there are many cases where people aren't even complaining it's just yeah, them of course you don't have the guts yeah. sorry no means general improvement in mobility around towns around villages that is a layman's explanation of sure. of law and order you can't uh, 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 see hand pick cases and say that this is law and this is but not have law. these encounters Just resulted in uh, improvement they they they, re- uh, they result in i have seen in bihar they result so, in, in bihar you said there are different ways in which it was tackled well, right no, no, encounter is one, one of the ways on if i'm able to catch if i'm able to catch a dreaded criminal now those are philosophical points uh-huh. but so, what i am saying is that uh, the hmm. the sum total of law and order is say peaceful negotiation of public space moving around uh, no so, it is so, not peaceful yeah. negotiation because peace yes, the, the existence of peace doesn't mean existence of law and order and i would recommend a book called on tyranny by tim snyder where he has given specific cases down the ages where examples very public examples are made of inconvenient people which makes everybody else shut up and fall in line so make no mistake peace does not mean the existence of harmony oh, that is an a philosophical okay. argument it is not philosophical a layman's explanation is, of no, law and order it is not, no, no it's not philosophical so at all that, that is what common citizenry no, expects it is, no, no it's no. not yes. that simple it is not yes. philosophical at all during pre pre world war 2 was a very peaceful time for germany i'm just saying So 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 no, it's no. not it's not it was peaceful for was, Aryans during his it, Hitler it, it was yeah what I'm saying is it's not it's not peaceful from UP ground situation if UP no no I am talking about tangents no no that not tangent I am saying the existence of peace is not the existence of law and order that's what i'm saying i'm not saying up is germany that is one I'm of the objectives of law and order it is not philosophical it is practical that is one of the objectives of law and order 
no if you what want to see what what, what does what does a home ministry statement or police statements come when law and order breaks that peace has been restored so so that is a layman's explanation that no, is a layman's explanation no, 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 but do you think the peace has been restored with these encounters you have equal number of no, rapes no that is in relative fact, that is relative number of rapes what no, i am saying that that there are there are different versions of it a section of population is saying that it is no, no, a, a section of population would not say that yeah, it is that is that what i am saying is that both narratives coexist yes exactly but what, exactly but what i'm saying is because that is that doesn't mean that is the only narrative to coexist so the hindu vahini is not a one off thing that is as real for some people as the existence of peace as law and order is for others um then i just want to wind up with this whole us gun tamasha for those of you who don't know there was yet another shooting in florida where 17 school children were killed and that's led to a huge gun debate yet again it keeps happening with regularity and there was a town hall which cnn organized and you should see how marco rubio was questioned you know various people questioned two things that strike me i don't know if there's any lobby in the world other than the oil lobby that is as strong as the nra or the guns lobby in the us i mean for this to happen again and again yeah and, and no and, crackdown on and the, and no you know nothing done to kind of curtailed gun sales really shows the power they have and florida how shamelessly they defeated a bill to kind of have uh, stricter gun laws in place but the one thing that i find is that the way these guys can question their elected representatives and the elected representatives have to take it is truly remarkable i mean i find that amazing in america mm. i just i just think that we are so so far away from it i mean yahan par ek journalist ki bhi oukat nahi hai ki aap unchi awaaz mein baat kar lo kisi se aap raja ban jate hain election ke baad so i just i just find that and you know whenever we do chest thumping what a democracy and all i'm like you know like there is no real america like anand said that these guys who study abroad and come and have no idea of on the ground luckily i studied in hansraj conversely all these chest thumping nationalists who say that democracy is robust they haven't even seen democracy they should go make one trip abroad and see what democracy can make you do here unki aukat nahi hai wo karne ki after elections the feudal structure are at every level sir the police the way they talk to you mm. i mean they don't even give a shit for your 70 80 year old i mean at every level at every level is so i think going overseas and exposing yourself to the robustness of democracy is if not more as important as spending time on the ground uh, because you can't be condescending towards someone who has that experience because it's not like the on ground experience is any more valuable than the experience of that guy overseas because maybe he'll get you something that the guy on the ground cannot even envision is possible and that to me whenever i come back from you know anywhere the, it hits you like a slap in the face when you come back to india I just find that depressing and that is why this whole chest thumping of digital India and we are the next big democracy dude you're like 100 years away from it yeah. I find that really sad anyway um so please uh, get your um, recommendations ready what do you have as recommendations sir raman sir want to start yeah i would recommend the a series on the spokesman Sp- uh, you know interview done oh, by Nidhi Nidhi very nice Nidhi oh. very nice series and very refreshing in fact mm. and uh, what is so refreshing about them that i think 5 or 6 that we have done all of them say that they just hate shouting game but, but they are the have ones to do it. you <laughs> see i mean uh, very often you know going to the tv studios and they have been 
you know involved in they are involved in this sure. shorting thing so mm. i think i would recommend it's a very refreshing series that nidhi has done flagging us laundry thank you sir anand your recommendation okay as the week has been consumed in uh, issues around civil services and policing so uh, i am recommending uh, uh, and most of uh, that discourse in media i found ill informed about lot of things mm. so two things i would recommend that uh, uh, after almost 39 years in 2005 uh, um the second administrative reforms commission was formed and it has uh, submitted reports the 10th report uh, is uh, particularly relevant for the issues that have come uh, cropped up uh, in this week so people should read it for better information and insights uh, about uh, the institution that would uh, i think uh, shape india more significantly than the politics of it that is bureaucracy so one and second is a related book by um, published from oxford university press uh, the indian civil services in 21st century so mm. um, these two books are my recommendations okay manisha um so one is santosh desai's piece uh, the limits to propaganda Uh, i think it has put articulated everything that i've been thinking for a very long time but didn't know how to put it Uh, the piece basically talks about why what you see on television today is not even good propaganda and why it's not even serving not the governing yeah, it is party. It's a very good piece. The really really well written and also the difference in I mean propaganda wasn't invented after 2014. Uh, it's it is a very important part of democracy it is what uh, I think Chomsky said that that propaganda is to democracy what violence is in a dictatorship. So it's very important all political parties do propaganda and they need media houses to spread propaganda but what you've seen after 2014 is just really it's not even propaganda it's just blatant lying and you know you see that with nirav modi thing and his peg is that that suddenly when something like this has happened and you talk about rahul gandhi was seen at his party his cocktail party in 2011 that is just so bizarre i mean it's not even good propaganda propaganda basically consists I mean lies only I think. Well no no I mean propaganda well. is also manipulating like you you have had journalists who very subtly manipulated uh, So I think what his piece says is that it has to be effective for that it has to be believable for that it has to yeah, look like it news. It has to be believable. So yeah. now it doesn't even look like news so And you've had good propaganda journalists before. Propaganda <laughs> is means in information uh, wrapped as indoctrination yeah. so sorry. Yes. And I think it's Or indoctrination like wrapped as information. Good propaganda is like something worth appreciating you can't tell <laughs> and it's a, another piece on the slate uh, it's a very cute piece uh, headline the lowest ranked male figure skater in history is one of my all time favorite athletes the worst skater in the world is indian and what's his, his name his name is krishna sai rahul okay he's so, the worst skater in the world <laughs> so it's a really nice piece in praise of this guy and just seeing him like perform joyously without you know worried of his humiliation No, it's not. It's not a satire. Actually, but this guy also comes from a place where there's no skating ring, so he's really like right. he has no training, nothing, and he just goes there and performs. So it's sweet piece. Um, so my recommendation for the week would be, um, you know, it's on Slate. They've just collected the most powerful moments from the extraordinary scene in town hall on guns and the Parkland school shooting, in how, uh, you know, Marco Rubio and other lawmakers are answerable to students. how they have the guts to take on that line of questioning so yeah uh, i would recommend that it's it's on slate the link is below and i'd like to end on another appeal to 
please contribute for the Kaveri story. We'd like to do part two, like we told you earlier and we bragged. Part one won an award. We'd like part two to also win an award. We can't do it without your help. Like you heard Vivek say, it takes a month, you know, two to three weeks of travel, another week or two of writing, and then Anish here makes the illustrations. It's hard work to do a story like that. You can't do it sitting in here. So do contribute, pay to keep news free. Thank you again, subscribers, and all of you who came to meet me uh, when I was in Boston. It was truly overwhelming. I won't say I was humbled because that is a done-to-death line, and I don't believe anybody is humbled by love. But <laughs> <laughs> so you guys made my chhati swell with even more pride. <laughs> uh, thanks for everything thanks for the gifts uh, and thanks for coming yeah and thanks for your support guys support us help us grow until next time thank you panel thank, thank you, you. Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.